You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Good afternoon, friends and listeners. It's another time when we can come together and feast on the word of Yahweh. I'm enjoying these presentations and I pray that you are also enjoying them. We looked at topics such as living in the judgment on Monday, Tuesday, this gospel. Wednesday, we looked at fair Yahweh. And today, Thursday, we are looking at Babylon is falling. Get your Bibles and let us turn to Revelation chapter 14. And we are now on verse 8. Before we get into the word, let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we take a look at your word, I pray that you will beat back the forces of darkness. Let your Holy Spirit come and guide us into all truth. Touch hearts, change lives, and save souls in your Son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Revelation 14 and verse 8 says, And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. We're going to look at who is Babylon, what does Babylon means, and how do you fit into all of this? Let us go to Genesis chapter 10, verse 8 to 10. Genesis chapter 10, verse 8 to 10. Here I am going to the beginning of the scriptures, which is Genesis. And then we are going to Revelation, which is the end. Yahweh's word is like a chain with links in them. They connect one after the other. If you break one of them, then you miss all the truths in the wonderful word of Yahweh. So Genesis chapter 10, verse 8 to 10 says, And Cush begot Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Most High. Wherefore it is said, even as Nimrod the mighty hunter before Yahweh. And the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, and Erech, and Akkad, and Kalne, in the land of Shinar. Now, Cush was the oldest son of Ham. You know that Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Cush was the oldest son of Ham, and the grandson of Noah. They knew the true and living God. They knew Yahweh. They knew El Shaddai, because he was known to them by El Shaddai, God Almighty. Let's look at Genesis chapter 11 and verse 9. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Most High did there confound the language of all the earth, and from thence did Yahweh scatter them abroad upon the face of the earth. We know now where Babylon came from, who built Babylon. We also learn that Babylon means confusion, because Yahweh confounded the language of the people when they all spoke one language, was of one mind and one intent in building the Tower of Babel. 2 Corinthians 11 verse 2 For I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy, for I have exposed you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Yehoshua. This verse is underscoring that the church is also called a woman. And we are going down into this particular topic, understanding that we are talking about spiritual Babylon. Now let's look at Revelation chapter 12. Revelation chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she, being with child, cried, travailing in birth, and pained to be delivered. This is the true church that was taken into the wilderness where she hid from the persecution that was being inflicted upon Yahweh's church by Rome. Babylon signifies the universal worldly church. Hear me carefully. 
The woman of chapter 17 of Revelation, if you have time, you can look it up, should undoubtedly be interpreted as signifying also a church. The character of the woman determines the character of the church represented. A chaste woman standing for pure church, a vile woman for an impure or apostate church. The woman Babylon is here herself a harlot. Hear me again. The woman Babylon is herself a harlot and the mother of daughters like herself. This circumstance, as well as the name itself, shows that Babylon is not limited to any single ecclesiastical body, but must be composed of many. It must take in all of a like nature and represent the entire corrupt or apostate church of the earth. So the great religions of the world may be arranged under three heads. One, the first, and the oldest and the most widespread is paganism, separately symbolized under the form of a dragon. The second is the great Romish apostasy, symbolized by the beast. And the third is the daughters, or descendants from that church. You see, brothers and sisters, we have different denominations in the world today. We have Seventh-day Adventists, Baptists, Methodists, uh, Presbyterians. We have all sorts of churches out there. We are called Protestants and we went out on our own and formed our different churches because of the belief that we have in the Bible, protesting against the Roman Catholic Church. Follow me closely. The second is the great Romish apostasy, symbolized by the beast. And the third is the daughters or descendants from that church the daughters or descendants of that church. You, Baptists, Methodists, Pentecostal, you are the daughters of this church. Under this head comes the two-horned beast. And though that does not embrace it all, war, oppression, conformity to the world, the worship of mammon, the creed power, pursuit of pleasure, and the maintenance of the very errors of the old Romish church identify with sad and faithful accuracy the great body of the Protestant churches as an important constituent part of this great Babylon. Now, you may hear some things today, my friends, who are in other denominations or who are Catholics. You will hear some things that you have not heard before. But I ask you to listen and consider and prayerfully seek Yahweh's guidance to get out of Babylon because she is falling. The true church is a chaste virgin. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 2. The church that is joined with the world in friendship is a harlot. The church that is joined with the world in friendship is a harlot. Because the church is Yahweh's wife. And if the church is out there dabbling in the world, the church is committing spiritual adultery. Hear me carefully. It is this unlawful connection with the kings of the earth that constitutes here the great harlot of the apocalypse. Thus, the Jewish church at first espoused and apostatized from Yahweh was called Sodom. And just as the great city Babylon is so called in Revelation 11, the unlawful union with the world of which Babylon is guilty is positive proof that it is not the civil power. That the people of Yahweh are in her midst just before her overthrow is proof that she is professedly a religious body. Babylon falls because she makes all nations drink of her wine. 
or instills among them her false doctrines. Because of the fall of Babylon, she became or she becomes the hold of foul spirits and hateful birds. Hear me carefully. The people of Yahweh are called out of Babylon on account of her increasing sinfulness resulting from the fall. But the loss of the temporal power of the papacy constitutes no additional reason why the people of Yahweh should leave the church. The people of Yahweh are called out of Babylon on account of her increasing sinfulness resulting from the fall. There is but one thing to which this can refer, and that is false doctrines. Paganism and paganism gave way to the papacy. And we have the Pope in the Vatican who is the head of the Roman Catholic Church. She has corrupted the pure truths of Yahweh's word and made the nations drunken with pleasing fables. Among the doctrines she teaches contrary to the word of Yahweh may be mentioned in these following quotes. 1. Babylon falls because she made all nations drink of her wine or instills among them her false doctrines. But this by no means caused the loss of the Pope's temporal power. It was the very means by which so long maintained his supremacy. Because of the fall of Babylon, she becomes the whole of foul spirits and hateful birds. Hear me, but such is not at the result to account of her increasing sinfulness resulting from the fall. There is but one thing to which this can refer. Hear me carefully, friends, and that is false doctrines. She has corrupted the pure truths of Yahweh's word and made the nations drunken with pleasing fables. Today many people don't want to hear serious preaching. They don't want to hear preaching from the word of Yahweh. They want to hear soft messages, prosperity gospel, talking about getting rich, talking about everything else except thus said the Most High. The fault with Babylon, you see, friends, lies in her confusion and false doctrines because she industriously propagates these, clinging to them when light and truth which would correct them is offered. She falls. With the Protestant churches, the time had come for an advance to higher religious ground or they could reject it and lose their spirituality and favor with Yahweh or, in other words, experience a moral fall. Here are some of the things I'm going to highlight why Babylon has fallen. 1. The doctrine of a temporal millennium or a thousand years of peace and prosperity and righteousness over all the earth before the second coming of Yahushua. There is no such thing as a temporal millennium or a thousand years of peace and prosperity and righteousness over the earth. That will be happening in heaven. When the righteous are taken to heaven at the second coming of Yahushua, the saints will spend 1,000 years in heaven, not on earth. 2. Sprinkling instead of immersion, which is the only scriptural mode of baptism and the fitting memorial of the burial and resurrection of our master. Have you ever seen them sprinkling babies? A baby is just about a few weeks old and they take this poor child who doesn't even know right from wrong, who cannot make a decision, consciously make a decision to accept or to reject salvation or Yahushua and they're sprinkling this poor little child? No wonder why so many people today have asthma and 
cold because they have been given a draft in their little heads from these people who are sprinkling them. That is, I will say, nonsense to be sprinkling a child. Three, the change of the Sabbath of the fourth commandment, the seventh day, into the festival of Sunday as the rest day of the Most High and a memorial of his resurrection, a memorial which has never, never been commanded and can by no possible means appropriately commemorate that event. Four, the doctrine of the natural immortality of the soul. This also was derived from the pagan world and it was carried over into the papacy. Five, the doctrine that saints, hear me carefully, the doctrines that the saints as unclothed immaterialized spirits find their eternal inheritance in faraway indefinable regions beyond the bounds of time and space. You hear about things as purgatory. That when someone dies, you can go and you can pay a set of money to, to the church and you will take your loved ones from one part of, of wherever they are floating around to another section until they get into heaven and paying for their entrance into the kingdom. Purgatory. Some people will stay there in purgatory suffering until they're finally destroyed. Brothers and sisters, these are all errors that the church has brought to the world and many people are going straight to hell believing in these things and that is why the three angels messages today are important to be preached and six that the coming of Yahushua is a spiritual not a literal event and was fulfilled at the destruction of Jerusalem or is fulfilled in conversion in death in spiritualism. These are serious lies and errors that the church has been teaching for many years and that is why the call is given, come out of Babylon my people. You see, after one of Yahushua's children heeds his loving warning, Yahushua says that he has other sheep that are not of his fold and he must bring them into the one fold with the one shepherd. You are called into one body, Colossians 3.15. He, Yahushua, is the head of the body, the church. Not man. Man is not the head of Yahweh's church, not the Pope, not the Vatican. Yahweh's son who died for the church is the head of the church. You see, friends, the Bible says that Yahweh's people are called into one body, the church. Yahushua asks those who leave Babylon to join the remnant church of which he is the head. And in John 10, 16, I repeat, he says he has other sheep which are not of this fold, the remnant church that keeps the commandments of Yahweh. You've got to be a commandment-keeping people in order to enter into the kingdom of Yahweh. You may ask me the question, what two final points of identification for Yahweh's remnant church does the book of Revelation provide? Two points I will tell you. There are others, but two of them I will tell you. One, it will be a worldwide missionary church. And two, it will be preaching the three angels' messages of Revelation 14, 6 to 14, which are briefly summarized right here. The three angels' messages prepare people for Yahushua's second coming. Unless you hear, understand, and accept Yahushua's three-point end-time messages, you, my friend, may not be prepared for his second coming. Do you feel thankful to learn that Yahushua has a special three-point message to guide and assist his people in these last days of Earth's history? I want to thank him for his word. Hence, my appeal to you today, you who are out there, 
in Christendom all over, scattered abroad. Come out of Babylon, lest you be partakers of her sins and receive of her plagues. Today, I trust that this word has impacted you in some way to ponder and to read and to to search the scriptures diligently and seek Yahweh's Holy Spirit's guidance. For he said, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. Let us bow our heads for prayer. Heavenly Father, today I want to thank you for your word. Your word that Babylon is fallen is fallen. That great city because she had made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Today, Yahweh, many are questioning this word. Many are puzzled about what they have heard today. But I pray that you will reveal to them your truth and that you will guide them and teach them, thus saith the Most High. So I thank you for touching hearts, changing lives, and saving souls. Yahweh bless you. Until tomorrow, have a blessed day. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown, Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.